0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy
1: Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am one of your other two hosts, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States of America. And this is a political podcast uh, that features the perspectives of me, a modern millennial, uh,
0: and Abe, one of our great presidents. Abe, I think that's the first time we have just nailed this intro during quarantine. I didn't feel great about my part. (laughs) Do you want to take years again? No. Okay, all right. Uh, Abe, how's your
1: week been? Uh, has it been a week? <laughs> Feels like we just did this. I know, I know. Last week, I was outside your window with um, President Taft. Yeah. And uh, we... You weren't, um, you weren't terribly into Tiger
0: King? We, were, we, we
1: recapped it. Yeah, right. And this week, I'm again outside your residence because you believe in this quarantine stuff and we can't come in with a very special guest.
0: Hello. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, President Richard Nixon.
2: Hello, America. It's a pleasure to speak to you once again.
0: Uh, Richard, can I call you Dick? I I always forget Please do.
2: Oh, I love it. I love Dick.
0: Uh, Dick, thank you so much for being on the show again.
2: My pleasure, yes. uh, It's wonderful to have an opportunity to speak to my peers once again. I've been secluded away, as have all of America, uh, I'm just happy to not be in a jail cell.
0: <laughs> uh, Dick, how's your quarantine been in general?
2: It's been horribly unproductive uh, by choice. I've decided that I, I've moved too fast in my life, and now in my afterlife, I'd like to relax, and with nothing to lose, I can't die again, I suppose. I, I'm just... right. Catching up on old f- fan, fans, friends and fans of uh, Love Island, my favorite show, and uh, re-watching some seasons that I, I missed and seeing some characters that I, I, I yearned to again set my eyes upon.
0: That's right. Um, for people who, uh, uh, maybe this is their first episode, um, as we mentioned, this is normally a political podcast, but uh, we also have uh, guests from the afterlife that Abe's bring, Abe brings back with them, as you can tell. Uh, and last time we had uh, Richard Nixon
1: on, he was talking about impeachment. Boy, that feels like a thousand years ago, doesn't oh, it? How
2: the time flies.
0: It,
1: you know, it really does. And honestly, listeners, as you know, 99% of the time, this is strictly politics. We've very been, serious podcast. Very serious. We never veer off course. That's we right. stick to the today's political events. Typically, we'd be covering uh, how the Democrats have moved their convention to August, right, or like a week before the Republicans, um, due to the recent outbreak. Or um you know Maybe maybe Governor
0: DeSantis's uh, mistakes in uh uh quarantining Florida or, or
1: you know, yeah. Or perhaps even um the Wisconsin primary and the results therein. Uh you know, Sanders continues to stick in the race. But this the-
0: episode we're gonna be talking about um Richard Nixon's favorite episode of Love Island. Um so uh Dick um there's no titles for these episodes, right? No, no, what the, content, specific- yes. yeah. the, the, the
2: content is a mystery to you as you enter each episode. This particular one I, I had to search for because it has a few moments that I think are key Love Island highlights. Uh, this is episode 18 of season five.
0: And what do you like about season five?
2: Season five in general has some of my favorite castmates. We didn't see him in this episode, but Ovi is by far, in a way, the most charming and most lovable of all seasons. And I also think... uh, Tommy and Molly May, another two people not heavily featured in this episode, are my favorite couple. Now that being said, having a favorite character does not define a good episode. Uh, the the drama that's of course. featured in this one is particularly juicy. Um, so there are some real dramatic me, see, moments.
1: T- Timoth- sorry, Timothy? yeah, go for it. Um, can I just uh, can I just have uh, can I just talk to uh, Dick here for five minutes? Just yeah, like yeah. You want bike. me
0: to take my uh, headphones off? Yeah, yeah. We'll just okay. We'll just I'll, I'll do some Duolingo Spanish.
1: Yeah, okay. What's the story, Abe? Um, How you doing? Uh, okay. First off, are you okay? I'm great. Uh, yeah. Because I cannot believe Timothy just talked to you like that. What? Like he was he was out there like asking questions about like all 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 like. The, like, your favorite episodes and stuff? Like, you haven't, like, already talked to him about that. You know, you were just telling me before we did this, like, how you felt like you and Tim really knew each other, and there's, like, a big connection, but then here he is, like, kind of, like, treating you like a like a stranger. Wow,
2: I, 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 I didn't read into that, but you've obviously known him longer than I have. I, is, is he being disrespectful, do you think? I think he's being, like, mad disrespectful. Wow. Well, I appreciate you letting me know. I, I, I was oblivious to the fact, but I'll make sure to keep an eye out. I appreciate you. You're my friend you're for life.
1: Of you course. Know. Yeah, you're my friend, too. And I promise us ex-presidents, we got to stick together.
0: Oof, guys, I forgot that uh, if it's a female you're talking about, it's inferma and not infermo. If we're talking. Yeah, who, the who gives a shit? A verb.
2: <laughs> Excuse me? You heard me.
0: Hey, hey, guys. Let's get back on track, No, okay?
2: you know what? Uh, let me declare whether or not we get back on track. Abe, how do you feel about getting back on track? We know what it is to lead a country through times of strife. Maybe we can decide when it's time to get back on track.
1: Yeah, you know, I think we really could. And uh, I, I don't know, if, if you feel like getting back on track, then sure, I could get back well, on track. Well, if you're track. into it, I'm into it.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. great. Then we're all, we're all going to get back on track, then. Great. So, uh, Dick, how would you describe this episode if you just had... (sighs) Richard, how would you describe this episode in like two sentences before we go beat by beat?
2: Well, I would say uh, we... Boy, how to sum up a lifetime in two sentences, because it feels like that (laughs) when you watch some of these episodes in a good way. Um, Well, I would say that we open with uh, conflict-resolved and end with conflict reopened. Beautiful.
0: Um, so starting out, we have uh, uh, an opening with uh, The House of the Rising Sun, a little soundtrack in the background to set the scene. And uh, Richard, it, correct me if I'm wrong, we just came off a kissing contest in the last episode, That's right? correct.
2: Uh, each season features a kissing contest, and who is blindfolded uh, gender-wise is uh, up uh, chance often. In this particular case, the males were all blindfolded, and the females each take turns French kissing each and every one of the males, and then the males then rate the quality of the kiss uh, from the females. Now, they are partnered up with one of these females, so there are feelings bound to be hurt. (laughs)
0: And it feels like we're kind of living in the aftermath of that kissing contest in this episode. You
2: are, absolutely, yes. I mean, the, the major features that happened in the kissing uh, episode that you may have missed is that uh, Curtis uh, misread Amy's gentle stroke of his neck with her finger uh, did not realize it was her, and therefore did not rate her as high as she would have liked. He assumed that somebody else was her uh. gave her a ten, which was the incorrect response. But what plays out most in this particular episode is that Tom uh, gave Mora a seven, and Mora is who he is coupled up with
0: um. So starting off, and help me out with some names here, Richard. Yawanda confronts
2: Danny and Arabella. Yawanda confronts Danny and Arabella because, well, you see, Danny's been coupled up with Yawanda for quite some time now, nearly 12 days. And uh, Yawanda is a, a, a nice lady, but she's a little withholding with her feelings. Now, Danny is young and hasn't been beaten by the world to the extent that perhaps Yuende has, and so he is open and free and wants nothing more than some affection from Yuende, but she's been withholding in protecting uh, of herself. So, uh, Arabella is new on the scene. I believe in the previous episode she arrives, and she is uh, may I say a bombshell. Uh, she uh, is a, uh, a runway
1: model by trade. She's very attractive. Yes, and so and, and they all are. S- sorry, they're Sorry, Dick. Can I? Uh, can I? I just need a second with Tim. I forgot something. Oh, real quick. yeah.
2: Sure, sure. Well, I'll, I'll just review my notes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Tim.
0: Hey, man. Is everything um, okay? I gotta say,
1: I, 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 think Richard Nixon is really like filibustering on this episode. He's going long. He's going long with these and like monologues. I think you're asking these questions. That he's like taking over. Like he doesn't know this is our podcast. It's it's not 15 minutes with Nixon. It's 15 minutes with Lincoln. And his yeah. friend Tim. Yeah, I think we've done like 177 episodes
0: together. Yeah, right. And so yeah. I feel like going forward, because you and I,
1: we're good. Yeah, we're we're bros. You
0: forever. and I are good. We need to just make it clear that this is our show, if if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah and we're happy to have him. We're happy to have him. He's our guest. Well, right. Yeah. Okay. I like this idea. You and me. Let's. Um, I was let's gonna. Sit down. Like, yeah. I was going to like do a handshake, but we can't really do that over the... Because you're outside yeah. my window. So. No, I get it, though. Uh, hey, Richard, can you, uh, do oh, you see me yeah, waving? Hello,
2: uh, hello, hello. So anyways, as I was hey. saying, you uh, Uwende had been withholding... No, with I'm
0: going to say something right now, actually. Oh. I'm going to oh, say something right man. now. Um, yeah. <laughs> what did you just call Little me? man. <laughs> did, your, did your phone just
2: go yeah, off? Yeah, I'm going to change my laundry.
0: Okay, all right. Um, let me tell you something. Here's something I'm noticing about this show. It seems like these fights, they are very public. Do you feel like there is a performance element to fighting in front of other people on this show? Or, you know, in front of the cameras? And, K, hey, keep your answer brief and interesting.
2: I can promise interesting. The fights that occur within the uh, world of Love Island are, yes, often, by nature, they are public, and often they are stoked by producers behind the scenes, though I would argue that most of the characters involved are not intelligent enough to recognize... that what they are doing is being displayed publicly to millions of people. That being said, there are certainly those who know how to play the game. Mora, for example, I think does certainly place herself in the center of drama, but I would argue that most of them, being so isolated in this villa, have forgotten most of the gameplay
1: that would be required
2: to be successful, and they just follow their hearts.
1: Yeah, you know, I gotta jump in here real quick. I think there's also this element of them all being sleep deprived. I just don't think they're (laughs) sleeping that well in that big room and I don't trust that they're really turning the lights off that well because they want to keep filming things. Plus, I think they're all drinking, and they're so they're all like dehydrated. Well, now, now if I may correct a, a bit of
2: uh, some uh, misconceptions there. As far as drinking is concerned, they are limited to just two drinks per day, so they are not uh, going heavy on the really? sauce. There are occasionally parties where they're allowed a bit more, and if they're allowed into the hideaway, which we saw a glimpse of in this recent episode, uh, they get a bottle of champagne to split. Now, uh, actually, just for a moment, Tim, could I grab you first? Second, Abe. Is it okay if I yeah, just no uh, if you just t- take take a quick walk?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Thank you. Hey, uh, hey. What's up? What's up? I just think Richard. Richard. I just up. think Abraham Lincoln's so cool. I just don't feel comfortable. That's why saying I started it, too, this
0: is, podcast. I, yeah. No, I know. I know. It's, if if this know it's was Level me, that's why I Island. Podcast, I would couple up
2: with Abe. I just. I don't want to say it to him because I don't want fans. him to think like I'm a fan instead of a colleague. But my God, what poise.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, I've been living this for years now. It's like every time I say something in front of him, I second guess it. I'm like, no, it's stupid. He's you know, he's going to say the intelligent, brilliant thing. So yeah. but at the same time, it just feels good being around. Him. Absolutely.
2: Well, all right. Uh, Ava, yeah. uh, you, you can come on back now. We're Abe- happy to have you.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Um, so Arabella, uh, walks away from the fight and then, uh, Danny and, uh, Uwende, is Uwende, that am I saying Uwende. that correctly? You Uwende, uh, continue to kind of go at it and it doesn't seem to really get resolved.
2: No, and it doesn't this particular episode, though I will give you a, I assume we're going uh, full on spoiler with this, which. Going full on yeah, spoiler. Yeah, well, Ywende uh. You know, she had been sort of coached to be more affectionate by the other cast members. And uh, she then delivered on such affection, but it was read as insincere by Danny. And eventually he has to recouple and he chooses to couple with Arabella, leaving Yuende in the dust.
0: Oh, no. And Yuende uh, doesn't couple up with anyone else? No,
2: Yuende goes home. Which oh. is honestly a blessing, but she thinks of it as a curse. <laughs> What we are experiencing now um, in in this COVID nineteen pandemic quarantine—that's an average day on Love Island.
1: <laughs> uh, Abe, at this point in the episode, do you have a favorite character? Um. Yeah, actually, can I just have a second, real quick? Would you guys both mind just? Uh, yeah, yeah. I get you. Want us
0: both to walk away? I'll yeah, look at my you? laundry. Yeah, no problem.
1: When Tim asked me if I had like a favorite character in the episode. I didn't know, like, what he meant by that because, to me, I thought it would be pretty obvious who my, my favorite character would be since Tim and I had been talking about the series a little bit before. Um, in general, like, I just feel like I'm doing all the heavy lifting, and I just wish these other guys on the podcast would just bring it a little bit more. I feel a little bit like I'm the only one here who's, who's all mouth. And these other two just like really aren't willing to, um, you know, uh, show and go. And uh, I guess I'm just going to keep trying to get to know them and, and see what develops. But um, hey, guys, you want to come back real quick? Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Hey, what's up, bud? I'll fold this later. <laughs> Uh, So Tom decides to grab uh, five minutes, at least that's what he says, with Mora. Is that correct, Yes. Now, this is
2: the meat of the episode. This is the stuff that I wanted you to see for this. This is two all-star Love Island moments. So as I said, Tom had rated Mora a a 7 out of 10 during the kissing challenge, and she was feeling slightly pied by that assessment. And so he pulls her aside in the midst of the flurry of accusations flying between Yuende Arabella, and Danny to have a quiet moment up on the terrace. And he looks at her, and they talk briefly about the kiss, and she jokingly says, well, you're not going to get another chance. And he says, well, how about you rate this? And leans in for a passionate kiss, which she reciprocates And then gratefully. the music
0: sting, and they just go for God, it. God, and
2: it is that oh. rate this... What a move. I, I wish I had that <laughs> she, in my arsenal.
1: Mara's my favorite character because she reminds me, as I said earlier, Tim, of the, um, you remember? That, uh, what? reminds you of what? No, Mara, I said she reminds me of the protagonist of 300 Rise of an Empire. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, that's what you said when I told you, like, before the podcast. Hey, man. Uh, I'm sorry, okay?
0: Sometimes I forget these things.
1: That doesn't well, mean that the like, co- conversation we had before the podcast didn't mean something. Hey, you're the one who wanted to get like official and start having podcast rehearsals before we did the podcast because you were the one who said I come sometimes get off track and I'm hey, not Tim, like, as Hey Tim, Tim Brian, can I can
2: I grab you guys for a quick chat?
1: Uh yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. you want want both of us? Yeah,
2: you know, I feel like we've been disagreeing and that's cool. It happens, you know, but it's early days and I feel like we need to uh, get through this together. We're stuck on this island for the next three to four months or however long the season will last. And so let's let's just be cool. Right. Can we can we can we hug it out?
0: Can we have a quick cuddle? Yeah, we can have a cuddle. Yeah, let's let's do that. Hey. Thanks, Dick. Richard. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, sorry, sorry, Richard. Um, and then uh, two random people come back from a date, and it doesn't really have any impact on the episode. From what yeah, I yeah, that's
2: Curtis and Amy. Now they have a, a magnificent arc that you don't get to see at all. But uh, that was their date uh-huh. was essentially the two of them reconciling after. Uh, Curtis mislabeled uh, another person as her during the kissing challenge, giving her a ten when uh, oh, Amy got right. far lower. Yes, but uh, Curtis in general is a—I uh, I would say—sort of a, a greasy, manipulative, but ultimately kind, good-hearted person. I, I, I think he, uh, he, he he comes off as, I think, slightly Weasley because he, he thinks he's so wise and so kind. And in some ways he is because what he strives to be, he nearly attains. But in the striving, you see the sweat and it does not come off as attractive.
0: No, no. Um. Then comes maybe the strangest part in this whole episode, which is the physical challenge. challenge. Oh yes. yes! Oh my God, <laughs> uh, uh, Richard! This physical challenge—it feels like something that if uh, people are going to parody um, reality show challenges, it would be too far.
2: <laughs> yes, it's horrifying. Do isn't you want to? Do you
0: want to kind of lay out? Do you want to lay out what they're doing in this challenge?
2: Well, it's called the Jim Bunny Challenge, and you might have to fill in some gaps, but uh, it. Uh, it, they have all the women dress up like playboy bunnies in very revealing sort of black swimsuits with bunny ears and then have them jog on a treadmill <laughs> <laughs> while, the men, while the men feed them a, a disgusting green protein shake and they try to keep it down and then they have to feed them a carrot on a string If I, Am I missing something here?
0: Uh, what's the? what are the other ones? They have to do 20 sit-ups that involve bunny kisses up That's to right. the nose-to-nose nose with the guy. This
2: is after drinking the disgusting else, milkshake, yeah.
1: Well, they're eating the carrot while they're rowing. That's right. So they go from the <laughs> treadmill to the rower. The treadmill has the shake, then the rower has the carrot, and then yeah. they have to do the 20 sit-ups. But I don't think they have to eat while they do the 20 sit-ups. They kind of get a break. Yeah, so now, now,
2: in defense of, and, of, of this yeah. challenge, which again... Is horrifying in many respects. Uh, they do the same thing to the men. Uh, the men are as objectified as the women on this show. But this particular challenge was truly a step backwards for women's rights.
1: <laughs> it, was, uh, it was remarkable, and I also, if you if you had forced animals to do that, you would have been arrested for animal cruelty. <laughs>
0: The uh, women's uh, clothing that they're wearing. Also, they just have to hold it on the entire time, uh, out of fear of falling out of it. Also,
2: yeah, so it's not. And, but anyways,
0: did did Yowande win? No, Mora Ma- wins.
1: Mora wins. Yes,
0: uh, because Mora's very good at um, chugging these drinks or something like that. I don't know. More
1: often speaks
2: with uh, indiscernible sexual innuendo. She'll make reference to something that I know is supposed to be an innuendo, but it is completely incomprehensible.
0: Um, I don't know if it's just based on the, I mean, it's gotta be just based on this episode, but I guess what I'm saying is I don't know what she's like in the rest of the show, but I think Maura is my favorite character coming out of this episode. Uh, Yeah. She, she, her reactions are very funny to watch. She is an extraordinarily
2: entertaining character and a worthy recipient of a favorite castmate. I, 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 uh, I care for Mora <laughs> deeply. I think she is a bit manipulative and likes the drama a bit more than some of the other people, but she's horribly entertaining. Yeah. And ultimately, she has the moment of the episode, which may I get into it? Yeah, by now, all. Now before I say, do you know what I'm going to talk about? Do you know what why I had you watch this episode?
0: Um I guess I I guess I don't know. No. You idiots.
2: It's when Mora wins the competition, has access to the hideaway, which is a private bedroom where she can choose one uh-huh. gentleman to spend the evening with and do whatever young lovers do. Uh okay. and She chooses Tom, coming off of that successful rate this comment, and also winning the challenge. And so she chooses Tom, and and they have not... uh, that, That was their first kiss moments ago that we witnessed, aside from the kissing challenge. Are
0: they coupled at this point? They are
2: coupled up, but being a couple does not mean necessarily that you're romantic. That means that you have to sleep in the same bed with them, or sleep outside, uh, and you're essentially saying that I think there's potential for a couple here, uh, meaning a relationship. Right. But uh, oftentimes people couple up as friends, or they'll couple up and get into a fight and have to sleep in the same bed with someone that they hate, or sleep outside, again, always an option. But the moment of the episode is when Mora asks Tom to go up to the hideaway with her, and he, giddy with excitement, rallies around his boys, and she, giddy with excitement, rallies around her girls, and uh, the boys immediately begin talking about all the wondrous, barbaric things that Maura is going to do to Tom. And Tom, to his credit, is relatively respectful in this moment, but boys are monsters, as exhibited wonderfully in this episode. But he makes the mistake of right before approaching the hideaway, turning back to his boys with Mora in the room and say, let's see if she's all mouth or not. Which she hears. And she hates. And she immediately rescinds her offer to the hideaway, which causes the boys to giggle in schadenfreudic delight. It is one of the most beautiful moments I've ever seen, watching Mora turn the corner from being excited and loving and happy to have Tom to hating his fucking guts is magnificent. Appropriately so, by the way. She was 100%
1: right to turn him away, which is why she has earned a place in my heart. Do you think the boys on the island we're hoping for that outcome like if there was a little gamesmanship there it kind
0: of felt like I it i don't think it kind of felt like they were
1: pretty now, excited so i i would argue that they
2: they do not uh, they they're, they're not looking at this uh, they're looking at each other as competitors unless they are actually competing for the same person in this case i think the delight that they felt was just the delight you feel when you watch somebody reach high heights and then turf out so magnificently <laughs> so profoundly and so quickly that it is it's gobsmacking. You you have no idea how the way they describe it in the show. It's as if they pulled the goalie. You're all alone on the field. You kick it, and it hits the post.
0: It's really a, a 180 is in terms of the vibe of the house because everything leading up to that moment is. Oh, wow, Tom, Tom and Maura are going to have sex up there.
2: Absolutely. And, and to be honest, I don't know that they wouldn't have, though Maura had only had five partners before her time on Love Island, though people would assume <laughs> right. that she'd had many more based on her talk. But as she very gracefully says, I believe in the next episode, that it's okay, it's 2019, we can talk about sex.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, then of the course... Next, oh, sorry, go ahead, Abe. What they really all should be talking about is skin cancer, because that is what I am worried about... I'm sure they've done testing for all of them about sexually transmissible diseases. However, they're getting a lot of exposure here, I, and I I Absolutely.
2: I will say, at least to Tom's credit, he does wear 50 SPF, as discussed in the next episode.
1: Mm. Oh.
0: It really looked like uh, Arabella was just covered in bronzer, though. Some of these tans, not necessarily real. Yeah,
2: I, I think it's safe to say that uh, 50% of all contestants are not natural.
0: Um, and then we uh, kind of leave in that moment with Mora saying, uh, that's a dickhead comment, fuck off. Uh, and then we're just left with the house in ruins. Um, uh, Dick, thank Sorry, Richard, thank you so much for recommending this oh, episode. My, one um, more
2: thing, actually. Did you guys? Yeah. Did, is this the episode where Anton talks about his mom shaving his ass?
0: Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, it's the same episode, yeah. It seemed like he was in push-up position or something <laughs> yeah, like that? Yeah, he
2: lays down on the ground, and once a month his mom shaves his ass.
0: Presumably not like when he was a child, like still to, to this, this day, To this day, right? and
2: actually, this is a fun little thing. Later, he couples up with a woman named Bella, who seems to be plucked from the heavens for him specifically. And he she meets Anton's mom, who gives him her the razor that he uses to shave his ass, because she has taken to shaving his ass on the show.
1: It's such a good show. Okay,
0: so Abe, um, you heard about Love Island last time uh, uh, Richard was here. What do you think of it now?
1: You got to see it to believe it. (laughs)
0: I mean those women rowing and and eating those carrots. I uh, I don't I don't think I'll ever be able to unsee that. Um it was really something. I
2: almost chose another episode that has an even more vile challenge. <laughs> I'll just describe it to you. So
0: Okay, yeah, hit, so hit
2: there's two bowls. One of the bowls is full of food and drink and the other bowl is empty and the castmates have to chew up and eat the food and then spit it into the mouths of their partner. <laughs> <laughs> who then spit it into the bowl and whoever <laughs> and whoever fills up the bowl the most wins and it is horrifying to a degree i didn't know possible
0: and also entertaining On that note, I want to thank Richard Nixon for joining us again. Uh, Richard, anything else out there in the TV landscape you want to plug?
2: Uh, I would also like to plug Love Island Seasons 1 through 4 and Season 6, as well as Love Island Australia Season 1.
0: Okay. Um Folks, if you have any questions for us about Love Island, we can send them uh, to uh, Richard Nixon. Just email us at fifteen minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Abe, uh, any last thoughts about uh, season five, episode eighteen of Love Island?
2: Just that you didn't get to I think see we Ovi, it. and uh, I'm very sorry that you didn't. And you so, also didn't get to see Tommy sorry. in all of his glory. Say something. And, and also Dick, Amber, I was you see actually for just asking mo- that of Abe so, or
0: what. <laughs> I was actually asking that of Abe. Tell you what, we'll do both. Abe, what were you going to say? Uh, I think we covered it. Okay. Uh... Richard, why don't you take us out just telling us a little bit about Ovi? Well, Ovi is a
2: basketball player in the European Union, and he is about 6'7 and tall and handsome and the one of the most fancy dressers I've ever seen on the show. But what I like about him is that he's chill. He's a real chill bloke, and when the drama is unfolding, he often stands aside and laughs at the youthful